and we thank you for another Lord's Day. We pray, Lord God, that you would speak to our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our wills. Glorify yourself. Save somebody. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that's within me. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Praise Jesus. Uh, I thank the Lord. I'm always ministered to by this illustrious choir. Praise God. Um, our series has been Growing Up in Him, Ephesians 4.15. And I don't, I don't know about you, it's, it's humbling to know that spiritually, emotionally, mentally, we all have to grow up in Him. Babies pout and cry. We have to grow up in him. Where our faith fights for us and not our feelings. We have to grow up in him. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. And we got to tell ourselves daily, I'm waiting on the morning when my joy will come. He didn't say joy might come in the morning. He said, joy will come in the morning. We grow up in him in our confidence. We grow up in him in our connection to the vine. And this morning, we grow up in him in our conflict. Repeat after me. Thank God for all of my conflict. Hmm. Only the spiritual mature person can thank God for the good, the bad, and the ugly. In everything, give thanks. Hmm. Conflict is and can be a contentiousness uh, that um, is counter, amen, set between two opposing forces. When we're in conflict, we are divided. We are desperate. 
we are downtrodden, that conflict is something that takes place in marriage, in ministry, in mindsets, that conflict can be masked by anger or animosity. But conflict is what tends to upset us. It is a non-restful situation. And conflict can deal with our pride and our pervasive ways. Conflict can come along and, uh, yeah, help to persuade us to live right. And, and, and God comes along and says, wait a minute, let me, let, me, uh, let, me, let me define conflict. Conflict comes from the Greek word agon, where we get our word agony. We're running an agonizing race. Now, now let me stop, pause, and park. I, this is not a sprint we're running. This is a marathon. And that's why the writer to the Hebrews, who I believe was Paul, said, lay aside every weight. Now, let me stop Paul's apart because your weight might be something dear to you. (laughs) Your weight might be something you don't want to give up. Your weight might be something you like. Lay aside every encumbrance, anything that would slow you up. Yeah. Lay it aside, lay aside, lay aside. Amen. And run this agony with perseverance. Run as if there's no tomorrow. Pace yourself. Keep running. You get hit, keep running. You're tired, keep running. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of the faith. Now, 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 who for the joy that was set before him, ran his race, Lord had mercy. And notice notice the placement of words, that Jesus ran a successful race because what he did, he put joy in front of him. He set joy in front of him. And what, what was set in front of him was the salvation of Raymond Gordon. What was set in front of him was your salvation. What was set in front of him was saving uh, all the elect. And for that joy, he kept on running. He kept on persevering. Can I get a witness? He didn't throw the towel in. And you and I, 
if we're going to be mature saints, we got to learn to keep running. Children mess up, pray for them and keep running. Marriage in trouble, pray, amen, keep running. Can I get a witness? Hell in your life, keep running. Just keep running. I got to run this race with perseverance. Not just run, but you got to look unto Jesus. Can I get a witness? You got to keep on looking at him. You got to, you, you just can't run with your head down. You got to, you got to run looking at Jesus. And every time you look, he just sends more power to keep on running. He sends more perseverance to keep on running. Mm, you got to have that mindset that them old folk had. If mama don't go, I'm gone. If papa don't go, I'm gone. I don't need no partners to persevere. I've seen too much. I know too much. I, I know in whom I believe, and I know he's able. Isn't he able? You got to have a mind of your own. You can't get caught up in these little cluster groups and uh, email clubs. You, Yeah, let me go on and preach. You got to know that you know that you know that you know, and you got to be persuaded. I've come too far by faith. Can I get a witness? I've seen this before. Can I get a witness? And my Lord is faithful to keep me from falling. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God allows us conflict to enlighten us. You're not seeing something. So he sends conflict to open up your eyes. Are y'all with me? In Kings, in Kings, in Kings, Elisha was with his servant and the enemy by the thousands were coming over the hill and the servant got nervous and said, Master, don't you see the opposing army? And Elisha didn't get excited. He said, Lord, open up this boy's eyes. And when the Lord touched his eyes, he saw millions of angels with their swords drawn. Can I get a witness? And he said, there's more for us than against us. What you can't see is what God is doing. Uh, do I have a witness? What you can't feel is what God is doing. My God is an awesome God. Can I get a witness? And if you don't have faith, you got to speak faith. You got to practice faith. You got to preach faith. You, can I get a witness? You, you got to know faith. Can I get a witness? And, and so God, God, sends, God sends conflict to enlighten us. God sends conflict to educate us. God sends conflict to enable us. He, he allows conflict in our lives. Mm. My God. Um, how do we grow from conflict? Mm -hmm. The three case studies I'm going to cover this morning and get out your way. And the first is in Genesis 27. I want you to just turn there. I'm going to synopsize the text for the sake of time. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, a conflict can help us 
to depart from sin. Mm. The story, in fact, let me, let me go back. I, I tried to capture this this morning. Genesis, the first 11 chapters, is creation. And then chapters 12 to 50 is the family, the patriarchs. The mind-blowing thing is that God spends a whole lot of time in chapters on two of the patriarchs and very little on a third. Hmm. From Genesis 12 all the way up to Genesis 22, he's talking about Abram, who's the progenitor of the Jewish race. And Abram was told by God to leave the Ur of the Chaldees and to get out and go not knowing where he was going. Mm. I, I, I try to be pragmatic. If God came to me and said, boy, get on out here and go, and I say, where? Don't worry about it, just go. <laughs> not knowing where you're going. It, 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 and, 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 and Abraham believed God and it was counted record for him for faith, for righteousness. And, and, and when you look at the, the story of Abraham, if you dig deep enough, and, and, and look, Abraham left the Ur, that was the partying city, and he went to Haran, which is in Palestine. He went to Haran, and when he got to Haran, the word Haran means place of delay, he went in there, 60 years old, stayed till he was 75, 15 years out of the will of God. So God allowed his father Terah to die. And when Terah died, then Abraham moved from Haran, place of delay. And he started going back up, not down geographically. He started going up to Shechem, which means shoulder strength. And once he got to Shechem, where he was strengthened, he went to Morah, M-O-R-E-H, which is instruction. And once he got to Morah, he started looking at Bethel. God had him matriculating between these places. And, and Abram didn't have a problem with his past. Abram's struggle was his future. Lord have mercy. And some of us here struggle with our future. We ain't struggling with the past. We thank God for the past. We struggle with the future. But where is he going to take me now? Where am I going from now? And, and God had told Abraham, you are going to have, his problem was being childless. He adopted Eleazar's servant. He, amen, uh, went to bed with Hagar and had a son, but it wasn't his son. He always struggled with the future and God had promised him a spiritual son named Isaac, which means laughter because Sarah started laughing when she was past age and the angel had told Abraham, you still gonna have a son. In spite of your disobedient spirit, in spite of you and uh, uh, your wife hooking this thing up, you still gonna have a son. And God waited till he got 100 and she got 90 something and God, and, and the book of Romans says that God resurrected her womb. And she had a son named Isaac. Now, Isaac doesn't consume that much scripture. 
Isaac is a type of Christ, but we only have him in chapters 23 and 24. And then here comes Isaac marries Rebekah, and as they get married, they have twins, Esau and Jacob. And the Bible says prenatal that they were in the womb going back and forth around and that Jacob held on to his twin brother's heel in the womb. Meaning he was reaching before he came out. Lord have mercy. And, 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 and it's here that when you look at this, this story, uh, Jewish custom, Sister Hicks says, that what is determined beforehand is the airship or the will goes to the oldest son. He gets all of the promises and privileges. Do I have a witness? But there's a difference between birthright and favor. So God says, I'm not bound by birthright to give favor. Esau I hated and Jacob I loved. And neither child did anything good or evil because they weren't even born yet. Lord Jesus. Y'all get this on the way. God, 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 God essentially is talking about election. And, 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 and so when the babies came out, Esau came out first. He was the oldest. And, and the other one was holding on. Jacob was holding on to his, his heel. And he is the supplanter. He is the trickster. He is the slickster. And, 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 and so over a process of time, when the father, Isaac, is old, his eyes are dim, and he likes to eat venison meat. He thought he was talking to Esau, but he was talking to Jacob. Jacob was a mama's boy. He was home. Esau was a hunter. And his, him and his mother, you talking about a dysfunctional family. Him and his mother hooked up a lie. They paced hair on him to deceive the father. Lord have mercy. Be careful about your deceptions. God is not mocked. What goes around is coming back around. Do I have a witness? I, I know we tend to think we're getting away with something. We ain't away with nothing. We ain't getting away with a thing. In the name of Jesus. That's why my salvation is so precious because I didn't get away with anything. Jesus washed it away. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, 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 so God was saying, no, favor is over birthright, just as Ephraim, Moses' son, and Manasseh. My promises went to Ephraim, not Manasseh. Ask David. He had eight other brothers. He was out in the field, but he, but the oil flowed on him. Remember that? Yeah. Just as Esau and Jacob, all through the Bible, God said his favor, amen, is what counts. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and so, and so, and so, and so, uh, right after Rebecca hooked his lab with her son, she died. And then uh, Esau came home and 
Esau was hungry and Jacob was there making some beef stew. And he said, can I have some beef stew? And it was beef stew. And he said, uh, he said, sell me your birthright, I'll give you beef stew. So the birthright didn't mean that much to Esau, so he sold it for a bowl of beef stew. Watch what you sell that God deems important. So Esau got upset and understood what was going on now, and he, he was out to kill Jacob, and Jacob uh, fled. Jacob ran. Jacob's the selector, the supplanter. We got him in church. Folk think they just as slick as the days long. And so he ran, and he ran smack dab <coughs> into his mother's brother, Laban, who's slicker. <laughs> God will lead you to somebody slicker than you. Yes, he will. I'm a witness. You think you slick? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't me slick yet. Now, so he married Leah, and Leah name in Hebrew means cow. He married Leah, but he loved Rachel. And Rachel was younger, so he had to work 21 years for Rachel. And he did it, because he loved Rachel. Praise the name, don't worry, it's just going, I, I worked 20 years. So <laughs> been working 32, but anyway, moving right along. Um... So in between, brother man had children by Leah, children by Rachel, two by Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, but he had the rest of his sons by Bilhah and Zilpah, handmaids, prostitutes, set-asides. By four women, he had 12 sons and a daughter named Dinah. And those 12 sons became the 12 tribes of Israel. Naphtali, Gad, Asher, uh, Praise, Tribe, Judah. Uh, he, he had 12 sons and a daughter, but he's on a run. He's on a run. He's on a run. We see, we see this vice. He's on the run. And when we depart the wrong way and compromise our call, God is going to raise up some conflict. You've been called to live a Christian life. You've been called to hang in your marriage. You've been called to tithe some money to the church. You've been called, Lord have mercy, to walk in the light. And, 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 so, and, so, and so his departure was a corruption of his very calling. I, I, I'm not just talking about preachers and teachers. We've been called. Everything in your life is a calling now. Come out from among them is a calling. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Praise the name of Jesus is a calling. That, that Jacob, Jacob 
Jacob uh, was this slickster who God had to bring conflict in his life because he departed his calling. Now, 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 I don't have time to go over the Abrahamic covenant, chapter Genesis 15 and 17, when God put the animals down and sent the light between the animals. And chapter 17, because Abraham was concerned about his future, God, God said, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Don't worry about your future. I got your future. And then God, because Abraham was struggling with his future, God said, let me communicate to him that I'm going to douse out his future. He waited for him to love his son Isaac and then told him to kill him. All of that in, on Mount Moriah, which is Calvary, was God operating on his future. Your son is not your future. I'm your future. Are y'all getting what I'm trying to say? And, 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 and so Jacob... Lord have mercy. Running from Esau, working under Laban, got all of this posterity and animals and all this. He wants to go back home to Haran and reconcile, hopefully, with his brother, but he has corrupted his calling. Now, y'all got to excuse me. How are you going to say you've been called? to the ministry and you don't even come to church. What kind of mess is that? Or you don't come to training. Or you've been called to a ministry but you never serve. That, that, that is, that is that uh, his call was corrupted. Mm. I'm called to take care of my marriage. I'm called, or well, past tense, I was called to take care of my children. They're they working now. Huh? <laughs> I'm called to oversee this ministry. I got to be here on Sundays. Hmm. I can't go down to, uh, to Philadelphia and jog up to East River Drive. I got to be here on Wednesday nights. That's a calling. Can I get a witness? That, that, that is J Jacob, Jacob, Jacob because of his corrupted call. God sent some conflict. And here's what the conflict did. The conflict met him where he was. And God let him dismiss many of his people. And he laid his head down on a rock and had a dream. Now let me stop pausing part. Your dream is not your guidance. I need, I need to say this. I know some of y'all got dream books. Your, your dream is not your guidance. The word of God is your guidance. 
Can I get a witness? Don't be following your dreams. I had dreams about Godzilla chasing me and witches on a broom. And Can I get a witness? I, I had some crazy dreams. Had some dreams I tried to get back, couldn't get them back. Come back. Come back. So, uh, your dream is not the will of God for you to follow. God is not, listen to me, God can speak any way he wants to speak. But his primary way of speaking is through his word. That's why the psalmist says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That, that, that is, that is, he, he, he laid down, he had a dream about a ladder going to heaven and the angels were going up and down the ladder and at the top of the ladder was God. And it was God beckoning him, you need to get back into Palestine because you left your calling and I'm your God. Now, now, what's so magnificent about this? When you go to John chapter 1, verse 51, Jesus said, I am the ladder. The angels are going back and forth on me. I'm the access road to heaven. Lord, have mercy. This thing is deep. <clears throat> See, that's why I don't have time for no other God. You can call him Hebraic, Hebrew. You can call whatever you want to call. There's only one name given among men whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. And these fools that's running around here, and, and some of us fools because we believe them. You, you, you got to have an agitated. You got to have a, a faith that will fight. No, my Bible talks about Jesus being Savior, being Lord, being potentate. Don't fall for them lies. I, you, know, you, know, you know, some of us fall, you know, when you, can't, when, when you don't stand for the right thing, you fall for anything. In the name of Jesus. His name is Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. His name is Jesus. Even a demon said, we know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. Didn't they say that? And, and so, and so uh, <laughs> I got some ex-members that done went and joined that uh, Asnon ministry, and I plan on getting hold of the pastors and laying them out because that's what it is. Somebody ought to get upset and angry. Can I get a witness? Somebody ought to get upset and angry. And here, look, look, you leave the tables of biblical systematic theology in St. Matthews and you go sit somewhere in a cult. And you got a nerve to smile and clap your hands talking about, oh, it's nice hair, you fool. You, you don't even understand what's going on. Can I get a witness? The, the, the fact, somebody need to preach it. The fact of the matter is, Thank you, Jesus, that this boy departed uh, from the covenant for sinful purposes. So he had a dream. And after the dream, 
God scheduled a wrestling match. Now, you and I got to wrestle with God. There's some things in our lives we're going to have to wrestle. When we get into conflict, we're going to have to wrestle with God. Well, Lord, you said. See, 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 listen. The biblical paradigm, Brother Leroy, for blessings is not just to remember a lot of Scripture. The biblical paradigm, listen to Pastor, you're going to learn something. The biblical paradigm is to hold God accountable for his promises. That's what David did. David said, Lord, you said. Now, if you don't know any promises, you can't remind him of nothing. Can I get a witness? Uh, Lord, 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 you said if I tithe, my seed would be blessed. My vision would come to fruition. My home would be blessed. My health would be blessed. Lord, you said I would want for nothing. Can I get a witness? You, you got to learn how to remind God of his promises. Lord, Lord, they messing with me at work. I done got hit on both cheeks by the enemy. And Lord, you said you would be my amen defender. Didn't he say that? Didn't he say when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord would raise up a standard against him? Didn't he say no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper? Can I get a, can I get a witness? You got to... You got to give back to God his word, his promises. Lord, you said when I'm down and out that you would carry me across. Uh, you would be my help in the time of trouble. You, you would lift up my bowed down head. Can I get a witness? No, Lord, I didn't say it. You said it and you cannot lie. I'm holding it to your word. I'm holding it to your word. You said it. You said it, Lord, that if we sin, uh, we have an advocate. We got a lawyer with the Father, and his name is Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Didn't he say that? Lord, you said. I've been young, and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never seen the seed begging bread. I remember Dr. Uh, Pastor Ruffin of Beulah Baptist Church of Philly. He said, if I, end, if I wake up in hell, I'll be in hell reminding God of his promises. Lord, you said that if I just get saved and accept Christ as my Savior, that my slate is washed. That to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Why? Because you said it. Can I get a witness? That, that, that is, that is, that is. Uh, God had a wrestling match with him. And you know the story. God told him, let me go. Daybreak is coming and no man can see God and live. And, and he said, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. That's the kind of faith we got to have. Lord, if I got to hold on to you all night, if I got to keep this Bible open all night, if I got to pray and fast all night, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. Can I get a witness? And, and, and when God let him go, uh, God threw his hip out of joint. And he had a limp. 
And sometimes when God's trying to get us back from our departures, he's got to hurt us in order to help us. He's got to give us a limp. Y'all hanging there with me. And he said, your, your name will no longer be cheater, slanderer, Jacob. It's going to be Israel, a prince for my people. Can I get a witness? You see, child of God, when we try to depart out of our covenant and our calling, God going to send conflict. He going to send conflict. He going to send conflict. I know, I know y'all don't believe some of my stories, but that's all right. Boy, when I first got saved, I had my own house. I was, I, I came out, I came out the military. I had, had money, I had everything, clothes. And I was going to Bible study every Friday at six o'clock, six to eight Bible study, Friday night, every Friday. And you know, you get the Friday syndrome. The eagle flies on Friday. I used to go to Club 71 up there in Mount Area, you know, Ogantz. 31st and Ogonchin, just out there. And man, listen, I came home from Bible study, just the honest truth. I came home from Bible study and I said, I can't stay in here tonight. I went upstairs, took a shower, put my vine on, and the Lord said, don't go. And I said, I'm going. You do what you want to do. I'm going, Doc. I'm, I'm out of here. Got my car started up, nice car. I'm in South Philly, and I'm driving to the expressway so I can go up to Mount Airy. And I'm going down the expressway, and I noticed, I looked at my hood, and all these sparks coming from out my hood. <laughs> and I turned the car over and said, okay, Lord, I heard you. <laughs> Let me get a cab. I ain't fooling with this. <sighs> now, some of y'all say, uh, that was your imagination. Whatever it was, it's setting my backside back home. Can I get a witness? And one time I was in the house arguing with God. I was arguing with him. No, I'm tired of this. No. And I had, I had some fried chicken on the table. So while I'm arguing, I grabbed the chicken leg and started eating it. And I'm arguing with God. I'm mad with you, Lord. I'm mad with you. And the bone got caught. And I started hitting my back on the wall. And I said, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. And the bone came down. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. What's the moral to that story? Never argue with God while you're eating chicken. So anyway, fact, fact, fact of the matter is, Lord have mercy. Some tight stuff up in here, Doc. Mm. Uh, Jacob, God used conflict to help him depart from sin. And God will use conflict to help you depart from sin. But the second case study is in Judges 16. You know, the turn is Samson. Samson was a bad boy. He was one of the judges. Now, this is a 350-year period. Everybody did that was right in his own eyes. The most rebellious period of Israel's history 
You had Othniel, you had all these other judges, Deborah, Deborah, you had Barak, all these other judges. And, and, and here comes Samson and the opposing armies, the Philistines. And um, the, the Bible says Samson disrespected his mother and father because he wouldn't listen to them. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and the Bible says he didn't like and he didn't want any Israelite women. He liked those strange women, like Solomon in 2 Samuel 12. There's something about worldly, hellbound women and men that intrigues us. And it, Bruce, you're a counselor. <laughs> I guess you can't go home and get orange hair hair and blue hair hair. You know, there's something. <laughs> so Samson, Samson loved strange women, and Samson defied God. He was a Nazarite, which means he couldn't cut his hair. Jesus was a Nazarite vow, and his strength was in his hair. I heard a preacher years ago say, the right man in the wrong barbershop. Well, Delilah never cut his hair. Delilah only trapped him with her seductiveness so the Philistines could cut his hair. Can I get a witness? Now, 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 child of God, when you're in some difficulty that involves dirt, when you have turned your back on God, God going to send some conflict. He going to send some conflict. He going to send some conflict. So Samson, Samson, Samson. Mm, the strongest man that ever lived. Start playing with the Philistines. I lost my power, and they would tie him up, and he would break it and laugh at him. Yeah, yeah. You can't keep laughing at sin. Can't do it. Can't do it. That is, to make a long story short, I want you to get this principle here because this is principle-based teaching. In his strength was really struggle. In your strength and in my strength, we struggle. And God knows that. What you deem as being a strength, God says, no, no, no. Under pressure, that ain't nothing but a struggle. You just don't have no heat. If I let heat get to your strength, it turns into a struggle. You're not as smart as you think you are. You're not as strong as you think you are. You're not as spiritual as you think you are. All I got to do is let the hedge down and let the devil come your way, and I'm going to show you, you're not all that in a bag of chips. Uh. And, and, and so, Samson loved many, many strange women, fooling around with Delilah, Jesus. And she, she seductively trapped him. And to make a long story short, they tied him up and blinded him. They burnt his eyes out. Mm. God will allow 
some conflict that hurts us but will help us. Mm. So here's Samson blinded. He can't see. And what the Philistines don't see is that his hair is starting to grow back. So he said, one last request to God, can you put me between the columns of the god Dathan? And God allowed the Philistines to put him between the columns. And God got more glory out of the inner his life than he did all his life. Because he repented. Do I have a witness? That, that, that is, and he pulled the columns down and killed the Philistines and, and the god Dagon fell out and broke in pieces and he died with them. Lord, have mercy. Uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but the fact of the matter is the story ends on a high because he's back in fellowship. But think of all the stuff he had to go through because he wasn't willing to yield to Almighty God. And God, God said, there's struggle in your strength, but I'm going to get the glory. Uh, uh, let, me, let me just convey this and get out of the way. God going to get glory out of your life and my life if it kills us. He gonna get glory. You will learn how to praise him. You, you will learn how to exalt him. Can I get a witness? You, you will learn how to totally look up to him. Thank you, Jesus. And, 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 so, and so conflict is used by God in our departures and in our difficulties. Lord, have mercy. But finally, there's one more story. And you know, I, I know 2 Corinthians chapter 12, when, and this one blows me away, when Jesus invited the apostle Paul into the third heaven, and when you read this chapter, Paul said he walked into the third heaven and saw things too wonderful to talk about. He could not even articulate what he saw. And the angel told Paul, don't record that. Ah, don't, don't, don't record that. I, I don't want to say anything about that. So when Paul came out of the third heaven, he was in the spirit. Are y'all with me? When he came out of the third heaven, uh, God had given him a thorn in his flesh, a divine deflationary device. Lord have mercy. That that is that that's why you gotta be careful. When you see somebody else blessed, you talk about I wish I had what they had. Yeah, you ain't got the pain they got. You 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 gotta watch what you wish for. Do I have a witness? Maybe, maybe they home all night just praying. 
Can I get a witness? You know, you know and, and, and you only see one thing. You don't see it all. Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, I, I, I need you to see this. God gave him a divine deflationary device, a thorn in his flesh, to give Satan permission to buffet him. And the word buffet in the Greek means to beat him at will. He could beat him at will. He didn't have to beat him at 7 o'clock at night. He could beat him all day. He could beat him at will. I do have a witness. And what God does with conflict, in order to balance your privileges, he gives you a little pain. And the pain will balance the privileges. I got stuff in my life right now, and I know because of what God has done in my life, God has also brought about things I don't like, I don't want. Are y'all with me today? But he had to add it to me to keep me humble. Uh, can I get a witness? Lord have mercy. He had to add it to me. And, 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 and so why I'm leaning on him. I'm coming in for a landing. While I'm leaning on him to stay humble, while I'm depending on him, and I don't have all this independence because I see the, listen, I see the privileges and I praise him for it, but I see the pain and I'm praising him for that. And the pain balances the privileges. I do have a witness. Oh, this thing is deep. Hmm. Has, has some lady say, well, why, why do all your people, why do a lot of your people have diabetes? I said, well, baby, listen, we had a five-cent bag of Kool-Aid with five pounds of sugar. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't praying with me. Joy, mounds, good and plenty. Lord have mercy. I, I can name all the Frank sodas, pineapple grape, orange. Wasn't nobody talking about no cholesterol. Wasn't nobody talking about no sugar content. We were just drinking it up. Chicken was fried with lard. Best chicken in the world. That big black pot. That big big black skillet. She dropped that lard in there, and it took a half an hour to melt. Y'all know what I'm talking about. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Sugar sandwiches, banana sandwiches, mustard sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches. Well, wait a minute, Pastor. When did you make a mayonnaise sandwich? When there was no more meat. You, you just go on and make the sandwich and go on and eat it. Uh, I went to the doctor. He said, well, he said, you, you, he, he, said you, he said, everything is in order, but you got to slow up on this, on this salt content. Uh, he said, what do you eat? I said, potato chips. He said, well, cut them out. I said, it ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening, doc. I'll, so I buy the light salted. 
light salted potato chips. So Sister Gordon comes along with her wisdom. She says, you know, you can have it. Just eat the little bag. I said, no, I got to have one like this. <laughs> hey, that ain't happening. I got to have me a big bag. I got a bag for the night. <laughs> I'll take my blood pressure later. I ain't fooling with y'all. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And, and, and so when, when you think about where the Lord brought us from, we put all that stuff in our bodies. Isn't that right? Now, I don't know why in 1955 they couldn't have found out that we shouldn't have had that. You know what I'm saying? But now it's too late. So praise the name of Jesus. We go on. And the fact of the matter is, you, 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 you got to understand, God comes along with conflict so we can depend on him. So Paul, looking spiritually at what's going on in his life. Prayed three times and God said, no. God said, my grace is sufficient. You, you and I better get used to letting grace be grace. God is not moving everything. God's not adding everything. Some things are coming under grace. Can I get a witness? I'm coming in for a landing. That, that is so... Paul said, well, if this is the case, let me open the door and just let, look, and just let suffering come in. Because when I'm weak, then I'm really strong that the power of God may rest upon me. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't getting this one. Uh, child of God, Paul says, in my struggle, I've learned something. That every time I struggle, there's strength. Every time there's poverty, there's privilege. There's power when I need it. And what the Lord is doing that we may not like, the Lord is transforming your suffering into sufficiency. He wants you to praise him for the sufficiency and not just keep pouting for the suffering. He wants you to look at suffering and say, you know what? It hurts. I don't like it. But let me turn my head. I keep getting the victory. I keep getting the power to come in. Amen. And uh, even things out because when I'm weak, then I'm really strong. Why are you strong, preacher? Because I got to lean on Jesus Christ. I got to depend on Jesus Christ. I got to have him be my victory in Jesus Christ. I got to walk in Jesus Christ. I got to pray in Jesus Christ. I got to shout in Jesus Christ. I got to quote the word in Jesus Christ. I've got Jesus Christ. And here's what God's not telling you. Every time you go through something, he's already chosen an audience to watch you. And he's going to get glory out of the audience. Can I get a witness? Poor Sister Sue, she's gone through this, but she comes to church every Sunday. Uh, poor thing, she's downtrodden and messed up, but she shouts every, I'm coming in now, Sunday. Poor brother such and such. He's in a bad situation. 
but he just dances up and down the aisle. Do I have a witness? Paul such and such. Looks like they can't take no more. But they manage to stand and wave their hands. They manage to pat their feet. They manage to praise his name. Because when I'm weak, then I'm really strong. When I want to throw in the towel, can I get a witness? The Lord gives me strength. He's a balancing God. Can I get a witness? I can have privilege and pain and still give him the praise. Can I get a witness? For I have learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. I know how to be a bound. I know how to be a base. I can eat steak. Can I get a witness? And I can eat a hot dog. I can eat bologna and I can eat, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The good stuff. I've been on both sides of the fence. Can I get a witness? I've been on this side where I've suffered. But I've been on this side where I've shouted. I've been on this side where I'm thanking. I've been on this side where I can't thank him. I've been on both sides of the fence. Can I get a witness? I've had good shoes on my feet. And I've worn pat and leather. Leather on the top, feet pat in the ground. I, 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 I had clothes from Woolworth. All worn ain't worth nothing. Do I have a witness? I've been on both sides of the fence. So when Satan brings his stuff, I can be consistent and say, praise be to God. He's worthy. He's a mighty good God. May not come when you want him, but always right on time. He's an on-time God. And he's faithful. Isn't he faithful? He's faithful. He fights my battles. He puts food on my table. He puts clothes on my back. He puts money in my pocket. He's faithful. Isn't he faithful? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Conflict will deal with your departure problem. Conflict will deal with your difficulty problem. Conflict will deal with your dependence problem. God wants us to depend on him. On him. Not on our degrees, education. On him. All to Jesus, I surrender. All to him, I freely give. I will ever love and trust him. Thank you, Jesus. When we get up in the morning, thank you, Jesus. When we go to bed at night, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the mountains. Thank you for the valleys. Thank you for the storms you brought me through. If I never had a problem, I never knew he could solve them. 
That's what faith in God would surely do. And Andre Crouch said, through it all. The word through is a preposition meaning we got to go through something. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Praise his name. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you need to be saved, please raise your hand and come forth. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. Just raise your hand. If you want to join the church, raise your hand. We'd love you to come. We'd love you to come. We had a soul this morning. Is there, is there one? Is there one? If you died right now and you're not sure that you would go to heaven, raise your hand. If you're not sure, just put your hand in the air. Is there one? Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Thank you for this sermon on conflict. Like Jacob, Samson, and Paul, we, we too tend to depart from our calling. We too get caught up in difficult situations. And we too don't always depend on you. Thank you that there's a positive side to conflict. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Encourage our hearts, our minds, and our souls, our wills, that everything's going to be all right. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Reach down and grab the basket.